and now, live, and by that we mean recorded in advance, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxing love-shaped state, it's the Gut Check Podcast with your hosts, Ted Clark and Zach Barnes. Hey folks, welcome back to the long-awaited Gut Check Podcast. This is, a, this is kind of a comeback program for us, Zach. Uh, I feel like every episode is a comeback episode in that we usually give it a couple of weeks uh, in between just to kind of build the sense of anticipation out there in the audience. Although I think initially we said we would do this every two weeks and then we expressed some sort of doubt that we would carry it through. Yeah. So in that way, we I think we're doing well then, don't, if you look at it that way. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah, that's right. Did you ever hear of a book called Don't Call It a Comeback? I did. I, I've heard of that. Did you write a chapter in it? I think I maybe did write right, a chapter. See how I plug some of your books that are yeah, long forgotten yeah. because they deal with like... Uh, Things that are long forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I get a royalty check for that book like once or twice a year and it's usually for like $4. <laughs> well, because I like, wrote one chapter. Right. How many know? chapters were there? I don't know. Like 20. And that was that was one with like Justin Taylor and Tim Challies and yeah, Kevin like DeYoung. And all the young reformed heavyweights. And then, like, Al Mohler, maybe? Yeah, I think Mohler was in there. He's not young. No. But, you know, I'm not going to tell him he can't. He's young at heart, I think. (laughs) By that, I mean old at heart. His heart, actually, literally, it's not funny. His heart is getting old. Yeah, it's true. Do you remember the picture I drew of Al Mohler, where he was, like, talking on, like, a flip phone? He had, like, six arms in that picture. Yeah, he was was writing a blog, he was doing a paddle. I remember how funny it looked. Yeah. Sometimes I like to be funny with my lines. Yeah. And other times with my words. Speaking of being funny, it's hard to be funny um, here in Michigan in February because it's uh, it's negative seven degrees out right now. So, uh, in case you were wondering what kind of what kind of conditions we're looking at outside, that's it. And it, it occurred to me, Zach, that every single year around this time, uh, I want to throw myself off a bridge. Mm-hmm. And instead of throwing myself off a bridge, thankfully, I just write about it. I blog about it, and and you can look back through my blog archives. And I think every February. For the last five or six years, I've written the same, almost the same blog post about um, just how depressed and, and down I am. So it's it's really good for me. It's good for my uh, my spirit, as it were, uh, to be back here in Gut Check Studios with you because uh, nothing makes me happier than uh, than doing this show. So what what do we have on tap? What can we look forward to uh, this week here in the studio? Well, let's see. We were gonna uh, we we're gonna have a look at your latest literary endeavor, okay? Uh, which is is one without. Uh, I don't think Al, Al Mohler was... Did Al Mohler do the pictures on that one? I don't think so. I don't oh. think he was involved at all, in case, in, in, unless the publisher tried to kind of sneak something by me. And then um, we were going to... We, we don't have any Don Abbey to talk about. We don't have any... Uh, Baby, you got to catch up and see that last review. episode of, of Downton so that we can talk about it. I know. I know, man. Here, here's what happened with, uh, with Pastor Zach here this week. Yeah. Saturday night... The insomnia came back. Yep. No sleep at all. Ooh. Zero. Ooh. Where you where you like lay? You go down to the couch so you don't bother your wife. Mm-hmm. And then every like twenty five minutes, you remember that you're awake and you like punch the couch really hard. <laughs> yeah. And then last night, I I like dug through the bottom of my uh, drawers because I was all out of like my my doctor approved. When you can't sleep, take this. Yeah. And I like found some like pieces AKA of pills. sleeping pill, which sounds a lot more kind of deviant. Well, no, a sleeping pill to me, when I hear sleeping pill, I think like over-the-counter... Like Tylenol PM. Kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah, something yeah. Th- th- you know, something I could have just run out and get. I sure, couldn't just sure. run out and get this because, yeah. you know, I, I have... You know, so, so, so you're, you're pawing through the bottom of the drawer, kind of around your, the electric razor that your parents got you when you were, you know, 14, <laughs> and all the, all the clippings and... Yeah, you know. yeah, and, and, yeah, and I'm, I'm looking for 
a pill, or a half. Yeah. I cut them. I cut or a half a pill, or I cut the halves in half. Okay. So I take a quarter, is what I do, and I have a pill splitter, which is basically like a just a grain, like a fragment of the pill. In other words, it doesn't do anything for me physiologically. It's just having taken it sure, sets my sure, mind at ease. Sure. So I'm looking for that, and I realize that there's little piles of like crushed up blue pill, mm-hmm. which makes me think about like blue meth. Or the or the guy in Limitless who's like you know pawing around <laughs> in the, like the floor of his apartment. So I licked my pinky yeah. and, I, and I stuck it in some of the dust and then yeah. I just rubbed it vigorously on my gums. That's normal. I'm yeah. kidding. I didn't do that. No, I actually found enough fragments and put them in a Dixie cup where I thought this is probably about this is probably about a quarter of a pill. What I would normally scientific take. project here. Yeah, I didn't yeah. wait. I should have waited. Yeah, you should have waited. And anyway, I uh, I looked in it and there were a lot of like whiskers mm-hmm. and stuff. So I tried to kind of blow those out. Good. And then I just downed it. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. And and I was, uh, you know, uh, you know, when you haven't slept in a full day, yeah, you you need a lot of makeup sleep. I went right right through Downton Abbey, man. There was no oh baby, there was that's no chance. Too bad. Well, you can catch it online, and uh, and we'll talk about it. We'll address it in the next episode. All right, we've got a special bonus uh, <laughs> area of content here on the podcast uh, for those who enjoyed our Downton Abbey discussion uh, last week, and I'm sure there were many who did. Um, Zach is not ready to talk about the latest episode of Downton Abbey because he hasn't seen it yet. Uh, so what I want to do is a little table read of some new content that we're going to offer t- uh, for free to people in the Gut Check Army, and it's called Eat Us Happy Day. Uh, this is a, a script that we wrote uh, based on Downton Abbey where... I, I had nothing to do with it. Okay. You know what? Just just acknowledge that. I, I wish I did because it's brilliant, but I had nothing to do with it. So instead of everything kind of going wrong and badly for Edith, resulting in Edith being always downcast and mopey and depressed like she is on the show, uh, this is a day where everything goes perfectly for Edith. And uh, we just wrote a few scenes along those lines. So I'm going to read uh, I'm going to read those and uh, hopefully you enjoy them. This Are you going cool. to affect any accents? No, I'm just going to – I'm not a big accent guy. All right. I think it would be funny to hear you try. It would be funny to hear me try. Let me just say this before you start. I think when Edith smiles, she looks sadder than when she frowns. Dude, you're right. So there's that. Okay, this is interior Downton Abbey dining room evening. Edith Crawley, Lord Grantham, Cora Crawley, Tom Branson, Miss Bunting, Lady Mary, and the Dowager Countess are all seated in the dining room for a lavish dinner. Tom Branson. I just don't know what to think of all of you. I mean... Don't get me wrong, I love eating world-class food, smoking world-class cigars, drinking world-class brandy, and never having to do anything each day, but (laughs) I just feel so conflicted about it. (laughs) Miss Bunting, you hate them, don't you? (laughs) Meaning, I hate them. Tom Branson, I'm just undecided about it, and I think I probably will be forever. (laughs) Because if I'm not conflicted about this, there's kind of nothing interesting about me. (laughs) Lord Grantham, somebody do something about that hateful woman. And this is where Edith does something awesome. Edith springs from behind her place setting and punches Miss Bunting three times in quick succession, (laughs) bloodying her nose. (laughs) Lord Grantham stands up and cheers. Yeah, it kind of became an action movie at this point. Nice. It took a little different turn. Yeah. Edith Crawley, I'm going to punch you dot 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 now. (laughs) Edith punches her in the nose right when she says now. Much to the delight of everyone in the room. Hold on. I wonder if you want to just if we want to break this up and just tell the inspiration behind that. Yeah, let's tell that story, Zach. Go ahead. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Ted has this is honest to goodness truth. Ted has in his basement a a boxing ring. 
Because we, I used to manage a, a professional heavyweight fighter, and we would spar down there. And because you had a uh, literary wrestling, professional alliance. wrestling yeah. alliance yeah. as well. Uh, this is slightly before I knew you. I wish I'd been uh, able to come and watch these things. But, oh, yeah. So anyway, it's a real, I mean, it's like regulation size and everything. So Ted and I, on and off, sadly mostly off, uh, he'll, he'll like train me, you know, for fun. Yeah, for so boxing. So we'll, we'll we'll get down there and and he'll make me do a million push-ups. Then we'll get in and we'll uh, uh, spar, which mm-hmm. is really fun. You know, full headgear and everything. Mouthpiece, the whole thing. Yeah, and yeah. he's going real easy on me. Well, anyway, one time I was insanely tired, and but I was not. You know, I was still having fun. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I need some help with Ted. Is the whole bob and weave? You know, kind of keeping slip my head moving. Yeah. And I saw recently this guy. He goes out on on YouTube. He goes out and he has people try to punch him for half a minute. And all he does is bob and weave. He can't hit him back. And, mm-hmm. and he, it, it works. You yeah. know? So I'm like, give me some pointers. And so Ted's like, all right. And, and he tries a few times to have me like move my head and slip the punches. And, and finally, it, it becomes clear that I'm just I'm too tired and, and at this point kind of uncoordinated. And to begin with, kind of uncoordinated. Okay. And, and so he says, why don't we just call it a day? I was like, no, 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 no. Let's try one more time. He's like, all right. All right, ready? I'm going to punch you right now. Very, very fair warning. As he says now, he punches me right in the face. I didn't move a centimeter. I might have. I might have actually flinched toward the punch. Yeah, I think, I think he did. And 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 it just kind of like it made a sickening like movie thud, <laughs> like a like side a of crack. Beef. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I think I'm done, Ted. And it just kind of wandered out of the basement. Uh-huh. So that's that, that's a great. That was the inspiration. Yeah. Art imitating life. <laughs> So back in our scene here, Edith punches uh, Miss Bunting in the face, and Mary Crawley says, Edith, you are the best. Everything you do is amazing. I love how you punch that shrill little harpy in the face. And then Cora Crawley, the mother, says, sweet Edith, I've never been more proud of you in my entire life. There it is. And that's the end of the scene. And, and we have another scene here, uh, just another aspect of Edith's character. I feel like a lot's Very layered, here. yeah. Interior Downton Abbey basement, evening. Mrs. Patmore has just finished giving the staff a French lesson and is now hard at work sewing brand new custom ball gowns for all of the downstairs staff. Thomas Barrow is in a corner chatting amicably with Mr. Bates. They appear to be flipping through a scrapbook together. (laughs) Mrs. Hughes. Why, Mrs. Patmore, I didn't know you spoke French and were a world-class fashion designer. (laughs) Who taught you all of that? Mrs. Patmore. Edith did. She's the best. Mr. Barrow pipes up from the corner. I used to be a hateful, vindictive jerk until Edith began counseling Mr. Bates and I in the evening. (laughs) I no longer try to sabotage everyone's relationships, and Mr. Bates hasn't killed anyone in a long time. (laughs) Dude, you gotta gotta insert um, stage direction like every two words for him to take a a tug on his cigarette. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And let it out evilly. He turns to Bates. Mr. Bates. Yeah, Edith. What can I say? (laughs) The best part about all of this is that Edith is standing quietly at the foot of the stairs with an earshot <laughs> of all of these nice comments. See, it's Edith's happy day is the thing. And what makes it happy in that sense is that she can stand there and hear all these people saying nice things about her. You know what I mean? Be, it would be happy. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't you like to be a fly on the wall as people are saying nice things about you? <laughs> and she's beaming and like And her, she's uh, beaming and she's happy. Kind of blousey like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ill-fitting clothing. Now, this, this is one that speaks to kind of her interaction with, with other women her age. This is uh, Exterior Downton Abbey Night. Edith, Mary, and Lady Rose are all dressed in their finest gowns made by Mrs. Patmore and are waiting for a driver to take them into London for an evening soiree. The staff waits with them so that they don't have to wait alone. Mary Crawley. I sure am looking forward to this high-end society function in London 
at which there will be lots of eligible men in tuxedos. Lady Rose, me too, except for one problem. <laughs> Mary Crawley, what's that? Lady Rose, the fact that I look fat and inadequate compared to Edith. <laughs> She's the prettiest. Mary Crawley, she really is. I feel really frumpy compared to Edith, too. Let's not even go. <laughs> Edith Crawley, parenthetical, beaming. No, you guys should totally go. <laughs> you guys should totally go. And here's kind of the end, kind of the, the denouement, if you will. Um, this is the, uh, the high-end society function in London uh, that evening. The Crawley women are all standing around looking bored and attractive at the party, <laughs> which features an assortment of men approaching Edith. Tom Branson. Edith, I've been doing some thinking, and while I enjoyed being quasi-homeless and doing anarchic things, <laughs> I think I far prefer living the life of the wealthy, leisurely aristocrat. Also, you look really hot in that gown. Will you marry me? Oh, there it is. Edith blushes. <laughs> Thomas Barrow. You're so beautiful that I'm not gay anymore. <laughs> will, will you marry me? <laughs> Edith blushes. Shrimpy Flintshire. Shrimpy. Old Shrimpy. Old Shrimpy. We might be tangentially related, but will you marry me? I think in, in England, that, they don't it care. was a different time yeah, and place. Right. You know, it really, well, we can't understand that, but it was a different time and place. Edith blushes. Jack Ross. You remember the Jack Ross character? The, the kind of lounge musician? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The guy with no, inexplicably no British accent. No yeah. British accent, yeah. Whatsoever. I think he was American. I guess he? so, yeah. yeah. Jack Ross, I'm about to play another set of super seductive jazz music. <laughs> Being that I am a super seductive jazz musician who, if we got together, would really upset your parents, given my occupation and, I'll just say it, my race. Oh, no. But all of that said, will you marry me? <laughs> Edith blushes. Edith blushes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Two more. Dr. Clarkson. I know I'm your doctor, and that makes what I'm about to say a little weird. <laughs> but will you marry me? And then again, what happens? Edith, Edith blushes. She blushes. Yeah. And then one more. Tony Gillingham. I'm not really into Mary anymore. Will you marry me? <laughs> Edith blushes. Why don't you add in uh, my robot brother, Quan? I, I should I do that. I realize yeah. I'm imaginary, yeah. and I'm from a different... And I'm from a book series written for fourth graders in China, but will <laughs> but you marry will you me? Marry me? <laughs> and I'm from the future. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's Edith's Happy Day, and uh, and I think we're going to expand that. We're, we're going to make that available online for people who are fans of Gut Check and also fans of Downton Abbey, which means like three people. Three pe yeah. Well, you know what? Niche three of a niche a, of a yeah, niche yeah. of a niche. Well, we know two for niche. sure, and that's our wives. Right, right. My, my just, wife already listened to this, though. I'm, sort of, I'm, I'm gambling that there's a third. <laughs> I'll download it. I'll, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, something to look forward to, you've got, uh, we've gotten some traction on the Gut Check website, uh, on the podcast site, which we're excited about, and uh, we've actually had a few reviews. So if you haven't done so... Um, go to where should they go, Zach, to review the the podcast? Oh, I think it's just iTunes has okay. option yeah. to review anything. Go to iTunes and uh, and give it a five star review if you would. But uh, we we have a review to read of the Ted, podcast. While we? I'm finding that and opening mm -hmm. it up, let me tell you this: I realized that episode six never appeared on the iTunes uh -oh. queue. It, uh -oh. it never did. So the one where we read the first half of the. Um, Q and A. I, oh. I realize this when someone's like, "Why didn't you read my question?" Yeah. And so you can get to it through the Gut Check website, but honestly, I I can't figure out why it won't show up on the queue. So if you Strange. missed episode six, this is the one where we were upstairs in the in the, the VIP Sagama. room yeah. at, uh, at Timothy's Fine Tobaccos in uh, in Bay City. It was a great day. Oh, hey, never mind. Episode six is right there. I see it. I fixed it. Yay me. 
So uh, one of the things we do on this program, Zach, is reading reviews of our own stuff. Um, that that was well received. We did it a couple episodes ago where we read one star reviews of uh, of our books, and it was a painful thing for us. I think I, I think we thought it was going to be healing and kind of restorative, but instead it just sort of threw me headlong into into depression. I don't know how you took it, but uh, but but the listeners seemed to enjoy it. It was dangerous to do that while it was like it is outside. You know, yeah, exactly. With you already in such a fragile. If we'd done state. it in like June, it would have been fine. Uh, but we're going to do it again today because we're all about the fans on this uh, on this podcast. So we've got actual reviews of the podcast. Here's what I don't like, man. There's a number of reviews on here, but yep. for some reason, Amazon or, uh, uh, iTunes does it backwards from Amazon. Okay. Instead of having the newest first, it has the oldest first, and the oldest is this stupid one star review. Okay. And all and the then there's other a bunch ones of great ones underneath it. it. Yeah, and they're always going to be underneath it. Well, I tell you what, let's do. Let's uh, let's read the one star, uh-huh. and I want you to read it in uh, in Saul Rosenberg voice. Now, if, oh. if you guys are yeah. a little younger uh you may not know of uh of an outfit called the jerky boys <laughs> no. this was a, this was around in the 90s the jerky boys would uh would prank call people and record the calls and they they did these great character voices frank rizzo uh, frank rizzo get me frank rizzo get me brett weir get me brett weir and uh and this was stuff that we listened to on tape in high school and it was really funny so so zach is going to read the one star review as Saul Rosenberg from the Jerky Boys. I just want to point out, I think I listened to the first one on tape, and then I moved on to CDs. Okay. But you're again reminding me, as we realized at lunch, that, yeah. that high school ended for us 20 years ago. That was a long ago. time ago. It was a Two long time. decades ago. All right, here we go. <clears throat> the title of the review is... Oh, I'm sorry. The title of the review is Boring. I give it one star by Francis. With some numbers after. Got, I've got, my name is Francis, but after my Francis, I have the numbers. <laughs> I tried this on, based on the Happy Rant podcast recommendation. Hearing guys trying to, <laughs> hearing guys trying to work a soda stream machine and discussing how, discussing how the soda tastes is not exactly great podcast material. Although the hosts almost choked laughing so hard at themselves. Save yourself the time and skip this podcast. Mm. My son is here helping me. I got my foot up on a chair and I'm <laughs> sitting and smoking and watching television. Was this review helpful? You see what I'm doing now, Ted? Yeah, yeah you're clicking no. I'm clicking no. Wow, Saul, thanks for that, man. Thanks for that reading. <laughs> This guy Francis didn't like uh, he 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 didn't like our our soda stream bit. I, th- I thought that was really funny. I thought it was too. But you know and what? You know how, I was you know, there. So. You know how the reader can, or the listener can can know that we thought it was funny. It was how we almost choked laughing at ourselves. <laughs> and this um, podcast, this podcast that we do is very serious, and it's the kind of thing that I would never ever do a podcast to be in and of itself a satire of of podcasting. <laughs> so. So that Francis, sound like it's up your alley so Fran, I want to thank Francis for keeping us on mission, as it were. <laughs> you know what I mean? For helping us not lose the the vision for what this podcast could be and and, and indeed what it should be. You know, I want to read this four star review. Okay, are you going to read it in a voice? I'm just going to read it straight. Okay, re- uh, okay, straight. Not quite the happy rant, but it is still pretty funny. Oh, oh, who, who's that by? Stephen Altrogi. Uh, no, Steve. Br- Brian's Brian. That's a great name. Brian's Brian, forty two. Brian is Brian. Yeah. You think about it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the law of non-contradiction. Yeah. So Brian's Brian, uh, but I think I think I'm going to click yes. That was helpful. Why? Because I like it. In that it said it was pretty good. Yeah. 
<laughs> you, want, you want to read this next one? I, yeah. I, I, I don't want to like pat ourselves on the back too much, but this yeah. one kind of yeah. makes me laugh. All right, which one? I dig it. Okay, this one's called I Dig It, followed by five stars. Uh, and the, the author is Stephen Altrogi. I dig Ted and Zach, especially when they talk about things other than gut check. <laughs> which is never. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and, and you Talk know about what? damning with faint praise there. Thank you, Stephen, for that. That was heartfelt. I'm going to go out on a limb and make a crazy prediction. Okay. That possibly there's a segment on the Happy Rant next time. Yeah. Where you guys read reviews of your podcast. Yeah, yeah. It'll come out of nowhere. There but... could maybe be a segment on the Happy Rant where, they, where we do everything that we do on this show. We're going to start reviewing energy drinks on the Happy Rant. Well, you know what's not funny? So don't try it. Yeah. Trying to work a soda machine. Dude, that's, don't do that. There's absolutely nothing funny about that. And I've noticed, Ted, that you guys don't almost choke because you're laughing so hard. On the Happy Rant, and I, I didn't notice this until I, I, listen, I listen to it every time because I think yeah. it's very good. No, thank you. Uh, it's Appreciate a very it. different kind of deal, though. And I'm so, on the Happy Rant. If people people are confused as to why we're talking. Barnabas Piper, Stephen L. Trogi, and Ted Clock, it's huge. It's actually huge. Um, unlike this, it's actually huge. But uh, I was listening to it. I listen to it every every week. And Erin uh, comes by and she's like, is that Ted? And I was like, yeah, this is the Happy Ranch. She's like, oh. She stands and listens for a while and she goes, Ted seems to not think anything's very funny. And I'm like, what do you mean? Really? She goes, well, he's laughing a lot, but he just goes, ha <laughs> 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 And I was like, well, it's a different kind of thing. You're not trying to make each other laugh on that or be funny. Right. You're mostly discussing, like, news Issues, and like, sports. Like, yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's funny. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's lighthearted. It is, at times it's funny. Yeah, but but it's, 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 a more, it's probably a more general interest... This is more of a you this? Yeah. It's more of a niche of a niche, niche of a niche of a niche. I said niche. Yeah, yeah. No, and Aaron's been exposed to like my full-on guffawing many times. Yeah, so. yeah. Do you reserve that for? I reserve it for things that are like full-on hilarious. So you know, okay. Um, like apparently, trying to work a soda machine is is kind of in my wheelhouse of things that I find hilarious. You know what I thought was hilarious? What's that? The uh, the cruise line thing the evangelical that was cruise fun. that was a lot of fun you, and here's my review of, of mm-hmm. the happy rant you should do more of those ready made segments okay like at least yeah. once an episode something that's been prepared yeah. and then is delivered yep. by one of the people for the other people because, and then they built on it and then you mm-hmm. went and blogged it with the additions yeah 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 that was funny no I think that's good thank you man I appreciate that you know all in love and hey why don't we read this one that, that one of these one here more. that's just straight up uh, praise okay without the uh, the qualifying here Okay, this is a five-star. Uh, this is by Code Mana 18 This podcast is quite entertaining. I rather enjoy listening to the different topics and input from you guys. This podcast is in my top ten. Oh. I have to listen to and always love seeing that little red you played Bubble Pop on my podcast app. I don't. I, did oh, I read that right? The little red you played Bubble Pop Up on my podcast app. Okay. So, the little red. <laughs> That's know. for somebody who understands technology, yeah, which would not which, be me. I'm, I'm nor too, me. I'm too much of a grizzled old man for that. But I do appreciate the five star. Yeah, and, and I want to. I want to tell the reader since this is. Hey, hey, hot. This is radio, not television. <laughs> what Zach's doing right now in the studio is holding up his Palm Pilot from circa what? What are we looking at there? 2002, Early two thousand two, baby. Two thousand and two. The Palm. Tungsten T3, which I have been nursing along and and continue yeah. indefinitely. Coddling. Yeah. yeah. You know what? This doesn't tell the government where I am, mm. what I'm listening to, mm. what my schedule's like. It, right. You know why? It can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and therein lies the beauty. <laughs> nice. Well, Zach, something else that uh, that's beautiful, and I, I think we're going to talk about today on the air, is, uh, is a little side project that I'm involved in called Hello Library. Nice. Uh, a while ago, almost a year ago now, I was approached by my agent... 
uh, with a strange project. Uh, he had a company that he was working with in China uh, that needed an author to produce children's books, um, readers for Chinese kids who are trying to learn English. And uh, I've been doing this gig on the side, doing this little contract gig, and uh, I finally got my shipment of, uh, of books. And it's kind of a weird stipulation the way these things work because they what they do, they send you uh, a topic for a story, and then they send things like, you have to have a kid named Lili in the story. <laughs> Lili has to have a robot brother uh, named Quan who's imaginary. Naturally. And you have to use the word rucksack and kangaroo. <laughs> well, that writes itself then. Yeah, really, it really right? writes itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, wait, are these for, for kids in America or kids in China? What kind these of are for it? kids, I think, I believe in China who are trying to learn English. Interesting. That's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. very cool that you get to be involved in that. Actually. It is really cool. It's been a blast and uh, and I've loved doing it. And it's, it, again, it's kind of a niche of a niche of a niche, really, <laughs> audience. You know, when you say niche instead of niche, you're in danger of getting blasted in the face by Barnabas Piper, again, yeah, to reference yeah. the... Well, and it's because I'm being an elitist. <laughs> Which, again, as we talked about in lunch, is something we both do occasionally. Yeah, yeah. We're, every man's yeah. battle. Every man's or, or, every man's battle. That's right. Um, so, so I've got one of these books here. And how would you describe the illustrations, Zach? I'm I'm going with a little bit anime kind of uh, yeah. flair. Which uh, they're very cool. They're yeah, very they cool. are. They are actually really really cool. And uh, and it's got my name on the front and my my co-author Allie Horst, who uh, is a, a school teacher who helped me kind of do the. You know, make sure it was correct in terms of the educational content that it needed. Uh, but this one is called Karate Lessons, and I drew these. I drew these kind of right out of real life. Um, so I'm going to flip to a page here in the middle. This is about the what you wear to karate. Uh, it says when you practice karate, you have to wear a gi. A gi looks like something you'd sleep in, but is in fact less comfortable. <laughs> I love how even in your your books for. English is a second language children. My books for nine-year-old like Chinese you. kids. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I said there's a right way to tie the belt. I always mess that part up. And then karate is about respect. In the dojo, there is lots of bowing. You bow when you come in the door. You bow when you walk onto the mat. You bow when you leave the mat. You bow when you address your robot brother, Quan. Actually, I'm just kidding about the last one. <laughs> So, and Zach, that draws from real life because our kids did karate together for a little while. Yeah, well, yeah. That, and we, we had lots of trips to the dojo together. We did indeed, yeah. We had our own kind of like glossary. Yeah. And we gave all the other people their like, like Nicknames. fake names. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And we came up with a sitcom there. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the sitcom. The sitcom that we came up with while watching our kids practice karate is called uh, Yes Sensei. Mm. And the, the premise is... That there are two men who live above a karate dojo, which is, we, we later folded that into Chaz Marriott right. in the uh, book Mega. Uh, and they live above, and they live in a studio apartment. Yeah. And who are they again? Uh, Steven Seagal. Former uh, actor Steven Seagal. And who is the other guy? Chaz Marriott. No, right? no, Crease. Oh, Crease. That's right. The guy Kreese who played Crease. Yeah. They live up there and they're just kind of like grizzled and it's them trying to like make rent. And yeah, yeah. They share like top ramen and, and they, they get come, their mail downstairs and, and stuff. They come downstairs sometimes to try to help like teach the karate classes and they're rebuffed by yeah, the, the yeah. actual instructor. Actually, most of the real funny stuff from that did get uh, put into me Mega. So it's Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe we should talk about just a couple things here before we wrap. Uh, I want to talk about the free content that's coming uh, gut, the Gut Check Army's way. Uh, we have a project underway, uh, a Downton Abbey-related project called Edith's Happy Day, uh, where we rewrite uh, a script of Downton Abbey, and instead of everything going wrong and horribly for Edith, which is how it normally goes for her, uh, we have everything going right for her. So you can look for that uh, soon at www.gutcheckpress.com. Um, 
And how, how close to done do you think that is? Do you think I need to write a few more scenes? Or? I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to uh, fold in like the kid and stuff. Yeah, I was. And then life got crazy. But So yeah. I'll do that. You know what? It, yeah, I'll pick it up. If it's important to you, make time for it, Ted. Yeah, yeah. And if exactly. you have to choose between like family responsibilities and fan fiction of Downton Abbey that you are <laughs> writing for fun. A niche of a niche of a niche, if you will. <laughs> well, I think you ought to really reevaluate what you're going to choose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you're really committed to... The fanfic, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the other thing, of course, is the... Uh, we were just discussing how this is basically done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is... You know, maybe we should put up like a, a poll for people to vote. Yes. We need suggestions on the new the new name, the new title of Gut Check Press's re-released uh, Rapture novel. Uh, the former title was Beauty and the Mark of the Beast... Ronnie uh, Martin came up with that, and it we, is and good. It is great. We need yeah. a new one, though. We need a new title, though, because it's a, it's essentially a new book with some new content. Not much, but when it's an end times book, you're allowed yeah. to just change like all the references to Gorbachev, to Saddam Hussein, and then change the title, and boom, you're ready to go. Exactly. Uh, but here are the options, the contenders, as I recall, and you, you throw in what you remember. Yeah. We had uh, Enraptured was what I liked. Oh, I like that. Uh, we had you you're, you came up with R E colon Rapture, which is there's nothing the Christian book industry likes more than things with R E and colon. And especially they like that like seven years ago. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Message remix. Meaning that they still like it. <laughs> <laughs> or if the culture liked it seven years ago, then it's really... That means in. we like it now. Yeah. But, and and that one would also be a reference to, not only this is regarding Rapture, yeah. but also it's kind of a relaunch of the Rapture. And in the story, there's references to the 1988, you know, the world's going to end. Scare, yeah. So it's kind of a re... Yeah. Um, and then there was... Uh, I, this this I think would make a better either subtitle or a headline on the back mm-hmm. uh, over the copy. Okay. But uh, I think, or maybe we were a little too ready. Yeah, I like that. Which is a reference to the the Larry Norman song. Larry Norman song. I wish we'd all been ready. Yeah, that strikes me as perfect for like the back cover, right? Like right above the blurbs. Yeah, maybe which, they were a little too ready. Note to self: We need to get blurbs. Oh well, at Gut Check, the satire is the best thing is we just write the we blurbs. write the blurbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we need to write some blurbs. Um. Yeah, Zach, anything else before we sign off? Oh, man, I feel like there was. I feel like this episode's been kind of all over the map. This episode for me was, it, it was sort of like a like an athlete when you're just getting back into action and you play like a few minutes, you know? They, they <laughs> let you come off the bench and just have a few minutes of junk time. Uh, I feel like that was this episode, and we're, we're really going to get back into the swing next It's week. been a real, it's been two weeks. Yeah. And normally it's about two weeks. So, yeah. you know, we had yeah. to really, we had to take some time for us. We did, yeah. So, well, we we were both busy being sick and insomniac and horribly oh depressed over gosh, the last few yeah. weeks, yeah. and having horrible things happen to us personally and professionally. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a tough. It's been uh, a horrible two weeks, man. I don't want to I don't want to end on a down note for our listeners, but it really has been terrible for us. <laughs> well, that's... so with that, uh, make sure you come back next week and listen to more of uh, the Gut Check Press podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, awesome.